Good morning and welcome to the Automation Morning Show for Tuesday, September 19th, 2023. My name is Sean Tierney and I hope your Tuesday is off to a great start. And uh, this, if you haven't watched before, is the show in which I cover what's new and happening in industrial automation. So with that said, let's go ahead and get started here. And first up, uh, just a reminder that if you do enjoy the show, please consider giving us a like and sharing it with your colleagues. It really helps us grow our audience and find new vendors to cover and new vendors to uh, sponsor our show. I also want to thank Siemens, who's sponsoring the automation blog right now. Really appreciate them. They bought like three months worth of advertising up there, which helps us keep the service going and keep the show going and all of that. So really want to just thank them and, and just ask you, please, if you enjoy the show, give us a like and a sub. And uh, please share it with your colleagues. From there, I do want to thank this show's sponsor, theautomationschool.com. If you know anybody who needs PLC HMI or SCADA training, please tell them about theautomationschool.com. With that, we go to our first news story of the day, and that is Fanook announcing they have produced its one millionth robot. Congratulations, congratulations Fanook. Really, um, that is a great feat. It looks like they started developing robots back in 1974 and they entered the North America market in 1982, and now they have over 200 robots and cobot models. So very interesting variations of, of the models. So very interesting, love to get Fanuc. I've reached out to them several times in the past. I'd love to get Fanuc on the product and technology show to talk to us about their robot offerings. From there, we go over to Beckoff, and Beckoff is announcing that they have a new uh, twin cat CNC cycle package. So this is supposedly to make milling and drilling easier to program with parameterized blocks, parameterized blocks. Yeah. It's a Tuesday morning. Um, in any case, so this is for those type of applications where you have, um, you know, different drilling strategies, like from simple centering and deep hole drilling to helical milling and tapping and thread milling. So interesting stuff there. Uh, be interested to know if any of you do that with your systems. From there, we go over to Electromate, and they had a great article this morning about uh, servos, and, and this is really a comprehensive guide to DC servos. So if you haven't used servos before and you want to get up to speed, or if you have somebody new on your staff and you guys use servos and they need to get up to speed, this is a great introductory article. It goes through all the basics. And, you know, we don't only, only use these in our... Um, in manufacturing and other applications, but they also use a lot in hobbies too. So it's kind of a, a two-for article there. So um, I know a lot of RC uh, devices, cars and planes and whatnot, uh, and even um, drones use servos. So great article there from Auto uh, from Electromate. And uh, from there we go over to Stahl. Stahl has a new article on, or let me tell you what the title of it is, Signaling Technology for Safety that can be relied on. And really this article talks about signals that you you know put in your uh, process for safety reasons. And it talks about the different ranges and different types of signaling likes you can have. A lot of these would be outdoor, like in uh, explosive, explosive environments or dangerous environments. Well, you know, some of these would be indoors as well. It talks about flashing signals versus not flashing signals. And it talks about how the evolution and introduction of LEDs have made a big change and difference in the industry. So I wanted to share that with you. I thought it was pretty interesting. From there, we go over to our featured product today. Today we're featuring the S7 PLC Level 1 course from theautomationschool.com. You may notice I have one of the S7s on behind me. We are actually filming new lessons for that. Um, 
a lot goes into that, a lot of research when we're covering a new topic. So you may, you may not see the lesson appear later today, but um, we are in the process of updating lessons and adding some lessons, trying to fill in some of the, from the, some of the spots, some of the open questions that I think, uh, you know, that I would like to fill in in the, we already have so many lessons in this course, but I just want to make sure it feels like a full course and there's no questions that when the student gets out of it that we didn't cover. So in any case, that's what we're, and again, this is a, this is a lifetime access and support. So you buy it once, you own it forever, right? And it's on sale right now for, I think it's $149.99. So when all the additional lessons are added, it'll go to its regular price of $199. And this does cover the 1200 and the 1500. Most of the lessons are in the 1500, but at the very beginning, we go through all the 1200 hardware and the 1500 hardware with a special thanks to Siemens for sending us in all the samples we needed to make this course happen. So that was, that was pretty awesome of them. From there, we go over to Cognex. Cognex just announced the launch of their new Dataman 380. Now this is a 1D and 2D barcode reader. And uh, this new version has, um, uh, you know, new optics, advanced optics, and new integrated AI. And the whole uh, point of this was to uh, not only streamline 1D and 2D barcode reading, right? But it's really to increase throughput and read rates, right? Just so you can have parts go by faster and have, uh, you know, closer to 100% read rate for every part that uh, comes through, right? Whether it's a box with a barcode or a part or whatever. So if you're interested in this, check Cognex out. From there, we go over to a new product from SMC. These are four-point solenoid valves, four-port solenoid valves, cassette-type manifolds um, with rubber seals. And this is their SJ Series 5, okay? Or SJ Series, there's five different uh, sizes in here. You can see it starts at 6.5 millimeter, goes up to 15 millimeter. And you can see here, so you get the, like the SJ 1000 through 4000 series. And this chart down here kind of gives you all the details about them. And uh, so interesting new product from SMC. I do believe that tomorrow at 3.30, the podcast will be the new product from SMC that we're going to be covering. Very interesting product. If you use any pneumatics, you definitely want to check out tomorrow afternoon's podcast with SMC. From there, we go over to an article from automation.com. Now, this is an article about pills introducing a new remote I.O. module. This is like an on-machine IP67 I.O. module with Profinet. And um, I was a little curious because I did not see this announced over on Pills' website. So I'm thinking maybe this is a paid uh, paid article. So I went over to Pills' website and we get more details about this new uh, product. Let's see, this product is, it's a Pills, yep, I just lost it. <laughs> Let's see, the pot number is the PDP67PN. Okay, and so it looks like your standard you know, machine mount IO block, right? It's IP67, it has M12 connectors. It has a really wide temperature range, minus 30 to plus 70 C. So extremely wide range. Um, and it supports not only Profinet, but Profisafe. So you can use this as safety IO as well. So you can see all the details here and it's, um, you know, and you can see the uh, charts down here on the different pot numbers in uh, configurations, so, you know, do you need digital in, do you need um, um, Profisafe, whatever you need here, it's listed in this, uh, in this chart. So in any case, we'll link to the PILS website there later today. Um, from there, we go over to another article at the ISA's website that looks like a paid placement. This is Advantech, introduces their DLT V73 rugged vehicle mount 
terminals. So these are like industrial computers designed to be mounted in a vehicle. And while this is dated yesterday, um, I actually found it over at the Advantech site directly, which is what I'll link to, dated back in June. But still, we didn't cover it in June, so I want to cover it now. Um, again, this is the DLT V73. Um, these come in either 10-inch or 12-inch models, right? If, uh, if you're listening and not watching, these are like uh, touchscreens, like HMIs, that are designed to go into your car or vehicle, right? You can get them with either Windows 10, 11 IoT, or Linux, which is nice that there's a Linux option. And um, this is also designed with a wide temperature range, minus 30 to plus 50 C, okay? Um, they also include Wi-Fi 6, Bluetooth 5.3, and 4G LTE plus GPS. Of course, you want in a vehicle, you want to have GPS, right? And uh, so very interesting uh, product from Advantech. From there, we go over to A3, the Association for Advancing Automation. And over here, they have an article, Beckoff Extends Electric Cylinder Lineup. So I also did not see this on Beckoff's site, but I did uh, as a news item over on their site. But I did find the page here. This is what I'll link to. This is the AA3100 series of electrical cylinders, and uh, these are designed to be compact and to replace possibly pneumatic or hydraulic cylinders that you may have out there. And you can see the lines here. You get the AA3123. That gives you 2650 through 5300 newtons. And then you have the AA3133, which is an electrical cylinder that gives you from 6,000 to 12,000 newtons. And um, if you want to know more, we'll link to this page over at automate.news. From there, for the, today's uh, download, I found a white paper from Obviously MDT. This is on ITOT Convergence. The name of the white paper, it's entitled, The State of the Art in IT and Maintenance OT. And uh, it looks like a good article. It's free. You do have to give them your contact info. But it does look like a, an excellent article, so I included it as today's download. As far as today's video, um, on Schneider's website, I found this article with an edited edition of their recent webinar. And I thought this would make a good video of the day because um, I love it when vendors go back. It's very time consuming, right, to edit video. I know. <laughs> I do a lot of it. But uh, in any case, um, they went back and edited the uh, webinar to kind of make it more concise and, and easier to understand, which, I th which, which is impressive because a lot of times it's just so time consuming people won't do that. But in any case, um, I thought this was not only a great mini article, but there's also the video in here too that talks about, you know, a topic that, as we saw with the previous download, is uh, very important in, uh, um, you know, on the minds of many people in industrial automation. From there, we go over to events and Unitronics VFDs, reduce expense and increase profits. So if you're looking for a new VFD vendor, I would definitely, or if you're already using Unitronic VFDs, you may want to check this out. This is October 11th at 10 a.m. Eastern. And um, I actually was trading some uh, comments with uh, Unitronics over on Facebook about, hey guys, why don't you come on the product and technology show? We'd love to cover you guys along with all the other vendors we cover. Um, we're just trying to bring all the different vendors to you. We don't want to, uh, you know, we have our own favorites, but we want to bring them all to you, right? Because we love automation. And so we want to, we want to hear from everybody. So from there, even though everybody has their own favorites, I get that, right? But you still want to know what the other people are doing. We want to be up to date on what's going on in the industry. From there in the uh, science and technology area, um, I included an article today about, this is really an article about AI and machine learning 
and who's winning the CPU war in that arena. So it's entitled, it's from IEEE Spectrum. It's entitled NVIDIA, <laughs> NVIDIA, let's see if I can say that right. Still on top in machine learning, Intel chasing. So this is a very deep article, but for those of you who are following AI and machine learning, I thought you would enjoy it. It goes into some gory details for me, so maybe not for the casual reader. But um, I thought it was interesting to see, you know, I, I, I was on vacation. Somebody says, oh, yeah, these AIs learn by themselves. They don't need uh, large language models to do what they do. It's like, yeah, that is not true. <laughs> so in any case, um, this kind of goes through and talks about, uh, uh, you know, what's going on, who's doing what. And um, a lot of people are, you know, unlike chat GPT, they're trying to shrink the AI models down. And, and even though they're still using large language models, they're trying to shrink everything to make it very efficient, like you would normally would with an algorithm, right? You want to bring it down to as uh, simple and as efficient as possible. So in any case, I thought it was an interesting article and I wanted to share it uh, with you today in the science and tech, the other science and tech section. Now from there, I do want to thank theautomationschool.com for making this show possible. If you know anybody who needs PLC, HMI, or SCADA training, please recommend they visit theautomationschool.com. And uh, if you think I missed any news today, please, whether you're a customer, vendor, or integrator, no matter what you're working on, please feel free to uh, submit a news tip over on the website. Also, love to hear your feedback. If you're watching the show and you want to tell us we're doing great, we're doing horrible, um, or whatever, just say hi. You can use the talkback uh, form over there as well. With that, uh, just a reminder, we do have our own community, automation.locals.com. And I had a couple of new things come up. I had somebody said they were having a hard time getting the ANC 120E working on Windows 10. I don't remember having a problem, so I just spin up a new Windows 10 VM. I'm gonna try this out later today. It took forever to get Lynx Classic and Lynx Enterprise installed, or Factory Talk Lynx installed. Man, after all these years, it still takes forever to install those software packages, but hey, it is what it is, right? So I got them installed, I took a snapshot, so we'll be trying that out later today. Also, I had a new question come in from a community member um, about uh, 1756 E&2T. I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but I usually do that in the afternoons after I check on all my students. We've had a lot of students' questions come in. I love answering student questions over at theautomationschool.com. We had somebody ask, hey, what's the difference between Lynx Classic and Lynx Enterprise? That's not an easy thing to say, to go through, but the good news is we did interview the product manager for Factory Talk Lynx, and so we have a bonus video in the courses, and uh, so uh, students who want to know more can actually watch that whole video and learn everything there is to know about Factory Talk Lynx. But in any case, I do want to thank everybody who's following us over here. Following is free, and every day I come up here and somebody new has uh, joined uh, the, the site and following us, so thank you everyone who's following us over there. Um, I do plan on, let me go back to that. A couple of things, um, for those of you still watching, I do plan to start doing next week. So we have the podcast come out. I try to release that every Wednesday, right? So every Wednesday afternoon. Since we started doing the morning show, I figured, well, it makes more sense to do that in the afternoon, right? So um, next week, I'm going to start to try to do two new shows. So on Tuesday afternoons, I'm going to be doing the automation show live. So I haven't, you know, I have... I don't know, 70 or 80 episodes of the automation show. But with doing the news, I haven't had time and, and updating courses. I haven't had time to film any new ones. And so what I thought is, you know what? I'm just going to do it live. So I don't know what topic I'm going to do yet, but I figured I will probably, you know, start off with like basics and work up over time. And so I may even start doing like a, you know, setting up a new VM in uh, VMware and in, um, 
uh, what is the, the free one? Virtual PC? I can't remember. But in any case, uh, so um, that, that may be what I do. But in any case, so every Tuesday afternoon, I've blocked off my calendar, I believe at 3.30, um, to do the automation show live. And I know I, this is something I definitely want to get vendors to come on. You know, we've had ven many vendors on the automation demo and tech tips before. But if vendors want to come on the automation show live, we'll be looking forward to that. If they want to demo some product. I think most people prefer to do that like recorded so we can edit stuff out. But if people want to do it live and take a chance that things might not work out, we'll, we'll be open to that. And um, we also want to start getting uh, clips from vendors to, to, to share in the morning show too. But not ready to go there yet, but that's something that we're looking forward to in the future, especially if we can get some more sponsors and uh, get some help. We can actually start including some clips of uh, right from the vendors about their products, you know. Um, with that, on Thursdays, I think I've picked Thursday afternoon, same time slot to do the uh, members live stream over here on um, Locals. It'll be like the after show for the Automation Show Live, so we can go into deeper question and answers and and talk about what we did on the show and, and anything else, any questions that came in from the community and whatnot. So those are kind of my rough plans for next week. So it's in the schedule. I booked it. Now it's just going to make it happen, right? In any case, um, I do want to thank everybody who picked up a copy of our eBooks and, uh, and uh, video collections last week. Really appreciate you guys. And also want to thank everybody who picked up a coffee cup or t-shirt. Really all, all the proceeds go right back into the, right back into the website. And um, from there, uh, just a reminder, if you haven't watched the show before, after the show is done, the live show, we're live on four platforms right now. After the show is done, and we edit it and send it to all the other platforms, and we push it out to social media, um, I come up here and I add every single link that I've talked to you about today to automate.news. There's no www, and there's no .com. It's just automate.news. And uh, so you'll see them all in order. We got a, Right now, we got 107 shows up here. And if you didn't see yesterday's episode... Uh, we do have filtering now by vendors and categories. So now if you want to see the 70 plus links we did for Rockwell or 100 plus links we've done for Siemens or the 50, I think it's around 50 links for Schneider, you can go up here and sort by vendors. I need to add tagging to it too. I've been invited to be keynote at a uh, online event coming up. So I'm going to have to dig through this and find some of the articles I want to reference. So uh, I'll have to find some time to do some tagging either in the afternoons or on the weekends. But in any case, that's all up there and uh, working right now. And with that, I want to wish you all a very courageous, fearless, and awesome day. And until next time, my friends, peace.